0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions, and reading from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 15th of March, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 22nd of Adar. This week, our parasha is called Vayakel Pekudei, it's a double parashah, a double portion from the Torah this week. The meanings of those words are, he assembled and countings. We're going to begin our readings today in the Torah by reading Exodus 38, 1 through 39, 1. And before we begin, as we do each in each episode, we'll take a moment first to bless God And uh, thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. He made the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood, it was square. Its length was five cubits, its width was five cubits, and its height was three cubits. He made its horns on its four corners. Its horns were of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with bronze. He made all the vessels of the altar, the pots, the shovels, the basins, the forks, and the firepans. He made all its vessels of bronze." and he made for the altar a grating of a network of bronze under the ledge around it beneath, reaching halfway up. He cast four rings for the four corners of the bronze grating to be places for the poles. And he made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. He put the poles into the rings on the sides of the altar with which to carry it. He made it hollow with planks. He made the basin of bronze and its base of bronze out of the mirrors of the ministering women who ministered at the door of the tent of meeting. He made the court for the south side southward. The hangings of the court were of fine twined linen, one hundred cubits. Their pillars were twenty and their sockets twenty of bronze, The hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. For the north side one hundred cubits, their pillars twenty, and their sockets twenty, of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. For the west side were hangings of fifty cubits, their pillars ten, and their sockets ten. The hooks of their pillars and their fillets of silver. For the east side eastward, fifty cubits. The hangings for the one side were fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. And so for the other side. On this hand and that hand, by the gate of the court, were hangings of fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. All the hangings around the court were of fine twined linen, The sockets for the pillars were of bronze, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver, their capitals were overlaid with silver, all the pillars of the court had silver bands, the screen for the gate of the court was the work of a weaver, of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen. Twenty cubits was the length, and the height along the width was five cubits, like the hangings of the court. Their pillars were four, and their sockets four, of bronze, their hooks of silver, and the overlayings of the capitals and their fillets of silver. And all the pins of the tabernacle and around the court were of bronze. These are the number of the things for the tabernacle." the tabernacle of the testimony as they were appointed according to the commandment of Moshe for the service of the Levites by the hand of Itamar, the son of Aaron, the Kohen. Betzalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hu, of the tribe of Yehudah, made all that the Lord commanded Moshe. With him was Oholi the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and a skillful workman, and a weaver in blue, in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen. All the gold that was used for the work in all the work of the sanctuary, even the gold of the offering, was twenty-nine talents and seven hundred thirty shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The silver of those who were counted of the congregation was 100 talents and, 1730 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The silver of those who were counted of the congregation was 100 talents and, 1775 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, a becca ahead that is, half a shekel, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, for every one who passed over to those who were counted, from twenty years old and upward, for six hundred three thousand five hundred and fifty men. The one hundred talents of silver were for casting the sockets of the sanctuary and the sockets of the parochet, one hundred sockets for the one hundred talents one talent per socket. From the 1,775 shekels, he made hooks for the pillars, overlaid their capitals, and made fillets for them. The bronze of the offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. With this, he made the sockets to the door of the Tent of Meeting, the bronze altar, the bronze grating for it, all the vessels of the altar, the sockets around the court, the sockets of the gate of the court, all the pins of the tabernacle, and all the pins around the court. Moreover, from the blue and purple and scarlet, they made finely woven garments for ministering in the holy place. They made the holy garments for Aaron, as the Lord commanded Moshe. That was Exodus, Shemot 38, 1 through 39, 1. Today's portion from the Prophets is Isaiah, Yeshayahu, 14. For the Lord will have compassion on Yaakov, and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. The foreigner will join himself with them, and they will unite with the house of Jacob. The peoples will take them and bring them to their place. The house of Israel will possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and for handmaids. They will take as captives those whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. It will happen in the day that the Lord will give you rest from your sorrow, from your trouble, and from the hard service in which you were made to serve, that you will take up this parable against the king of Babylon and say, How the oppressor has seized, the golden city has seized. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, who struck the peoples in wrath with a continual stroke who ruled the nations in anger, with a persecution that no one restrained. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break out in song. The cypress trees rejoice with you, with the cedars of Lebanon saying, Since you are humbled, no lumberjack has come up against us. Sheol from beneath has moved for you to meet you at your coming It stirs up the departed spirits for you Even all the rulers of the earth It has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations They all will answer and ask you Have you also become as weak as we are? Have you become like us? Your pomp is brought down to Sheol With the sound of your stringed instruments, maggots are spread out under you, and worms cover you. How you have fallen from heaven, O shining one, son of the dawn! How you are cut down to the ground, who laid the nations low! You said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mountain of assembly in the far north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like Elion. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you. They will ponder you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth to tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a wilderness, and overthrew its cities, who did not release his prisoners to their home. All the kings of the nations sleep in glory, every one in his own house, but you are cast away from your grave like an abominable branch clothed with the slain who are thrust through with the sword who go down to the stones of the pit like a dead body trodden underfoot. You will not join them in burial, because you have destroyed your land. You have killed your people. The offspring of evil doers will not be named forever. Prepare for slaughter of his children because of the iniquity of their fathers, that they not rise up and possess the earth, and fill the surface of the world with cities. I will rise up against them, says the Lord of hosts, And cut off from Babylon name and remnant, and son and son's son, says the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the porcupine, and pools of water I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, says the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely, as I have thought, so shall it happen, and as I have purposed, so shall it stand. That I will break the Assyrian in my land, and tread him under the foot on my mountains. Then his yoke will leave them, and his burden leave their shoulders. This is the plan that is determined for the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has planned, and who can stop it? His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? This burden was in the year that King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, O Philistia, all of you, because the rod that struck you is broken. For out of the serpent's root an adder will emerge, and his fruit will be a fiery flying serpent. The firstborn of the poor will eat, and the needy will lie down in safety. And I will kill your root with famine, and your remnant will be killed. Wail, you gate, cry, you city, you are melted away, Philistia, all of you. For smoke comes out of the north, and there is no straggler in his ranks. What will they answer, the messengers of the nation, that the Lord has founded Zion, and in her the afflicted of his people will take refuge? That was Yeshayahu or Isaiah chapter 14. Today's portion from the writings is Mishle, that's Proverbs 11. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but accurate weights are his delight. When pride comes, then comes shame, but with humility comes wisdom. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, But the perverseness of the treacherous shall destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but the unfaithful will be trapped by evil desires." When a wicked man dies, hope perishes, and expectation of power comes to nothing. A righteous person is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked take his place. With his mouth the godless man destroys his neighbor, but the righteous will be delivered through knowledge. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there is shouting, by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. One who despises his neighbor is void of wisdom, but a man of understanding holds his peace. One who brings gossip betrays a confidence, but one who is of a trustworthy spirit is one who keeps a secret. Where there is no wise guidance, The nation falls, but in the multitude of counselors there is victory. He who is surety for a stranger stranger will suffer for it, but he who hates being surety is secure. A gracious woman obtains honor, but violent men obtain riches. The merciful man does good to his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. Wicked people earn deceitful wages, but one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward. He who is truly righteous gets life, and he who pursues evil gets death. Those who are perverse in heart are an abomination to the Lord, but those whose ways are blameless are his delight. Most certainly, The evil man will not be unpunished, but the offspring of the righteous will be delivered. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good. The expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters and increases yet more. There is one who withholds more than is appropriate, but gains poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he who waters shall be watered also himself. People curse someone who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who diligently seeks good seeks favor, but he who searches after evil, it shall come to him. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous shall flourish as the green leaf. He who troubles his own house shall inherit the wind, and the foolish shall be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who is wise wins souls. Behold, the righteous shall be repaid in the earth, how much more the wicked And the sinner. That was Proverbs 11. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles and it is Acts 10. Now there was a certain man in Caesarea, Cornelius by name, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment a devout man, and one who feared God with all his house, who gave tzedakah to the people and always prayed to God. At about the ninth hour of the day, he clearly saw in a vision an angel of God coming to him and saying to him, Cornelius. He, fastening his eyes on him and being frightened, said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers... And your staka have gone up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Jaffo and get Shimon, who is also called Peter. He is staying with a tanner named Shimon, whose house is by the seaside. Now when the angel who spoke to him had departed, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of those who waited on him continually. And having explained everything to them, he sent them to Jaffa. Now on the next day, as they were on their journey and got close to the city, Peter went up on the housetop to pray at about noon. And he became hungry and desired to eat, but while they were preparing, he fell into a trance. And he saw heaven opened, and a certain vessel descending to it, like a great sheet let down by four corners on the earth in which were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild animals, reptiles, and birds of the sky. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And a voice came to him again the second time, What God has cleansed you must not call unclean, And this happened three times, and immediately the vessel was received up into heaven. Now, while Peter was very perplexed in himself what the vision which he had seen might mean, behold, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Shimon's house, stood before the gate and called and asked whether Shimon, who was also called Peter, was lodging there. Now, while Peter was pondering the vision, the Ruach said to him, Behold, three men seek you. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, without wavering, for I have sent them. And Peter went down to the men and said, Behold, I am he whom you seek. Why have you come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion a righteous man and one who fears God, and well spoken of by all the Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to invite you in his house and to listen to what you say. Therefore he called them in and provided a place to stay. On the next day Peter arose and went out with them, and some of the brothers from Japheth accompanied him. And on the next day they entered into Caesarea. And Cornelius was waiting for them, having called together his relatives and his near friends. Now when it happened that Peter entered, Cornelius met him, fell down at his feet, and worshipped him. But Peter raised him up, saying, Stand up, I myself am also a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many gathered together. Then he said to them, You yourselves know how it is an unlawful thing for a man who is a Jew to join himself or come to one of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. Therefore I also came without complaint when I was sent for. I ask therefore, why did you send for me? So Cornelius said, Four days ago, I was fasting until this hour, and at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer is heard, and your staka remembered in the sight of God. Send therefore to Jaffo and summon Simon, who is also called Peter. He is staying in the house of a tanner named Shimon by the seaside. When he comes, he will speak to you. Therefore I sent to you at once, and it was good of you to come. Now therefore we are all here present in the sight of God, to hear all things that have been commanded you by God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I perceive that God does not show favoritism, but in every nation he who fears him and works righteousness is acceptable to him. The word which he sent to the sons of Israel, proclaiming the good news of peace by Yeshua the Messiah, he is Lord of all, you yourselves know what happened, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee. After the immersion which Yohanan preached, even Yeshua of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Ruach Kodesh and with power, who went about doing good, and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of everything he did, both in the countryside of Judea and in Jerusalem, whom they also killed, hanging him on a tree. How God raised him up the third day and gave him to be revealed, not to all the people, but to witnesses who were chosen before by God, to us, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded to us to proclaim to the people and to testify that this is he who is appointed by God as the judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that through his name everyone who believes in him will receive remission of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Ruach HaKodesh fell on all those who heard the words, and those of the circumcision who believed were amazed, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Ruach HaKodesh was also poured out on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in other tongues and magnifying God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid these people from being immersed with water? They have received the Ruach HaKodesh just like us. And he commanded them to be immersed in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay some days. That was Acts chapter 10, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's reading cycle, you'll be reading Revelation 4 today also. And I just also want to mention that we are um, using the Bible translation that's called the New Jerusalem Version, Um, not the New Jerusalem Bible, that's something different. Um, It is from Hineni Publishers in Holland. And if you are interested in purchasing one, you can look up njvbible.com and They have been so kind as to give a discount code to listeners of our podcast. You can uh, enter the code DBM10 for a discount. So um, I just wanted to mention that because from time to time we do get questions about the translation that we use and uh, it's good to mention it every so often. Well, that's it. I pray that the word of God was a blessing for you today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.